0: Oh, we're live, baby. Well, I guess that means we're live. Whether we're we just, like it or not. All right. We were Tuesday. just having a discussion. Yeah. Yeah. We were just having a discussion about your play by play mate coming up this week on your broadcast. And he's, uh, he's pretty much a legend in the business. Yeah. West Durham. West Start Durham. To, uh, yeah. So that's going to be good. Now, I uh, want you to tell the folks is that an ESPN Plus or is that ESPN 2?
1: I'm on the Deuce baby. Oh yeah, I'm okay. up in
0: the world baby. All right, so you're on the Deuce. Now it kind of makes sense if they're bringing Mr. Durham along with you. You know this is an upgraded <laughs> broadcast. This isn't yeah. some Valdosta State Colorado College of the Minors. Yes, yeah. yeah, this is this is this is big time football here. This is amazing. Even though even though
1: it's FCS, but it's the Semi. Yeah. I'm not I'm not there at the championship game yet. Right, right. But hey baby, I'm in the I'm in the um you're doing a I'm semis. in the Semis.
0: I'm good. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Now I was watching that game last night, Barrett. I was texting you. Yep. Um, took you a while to respond. I don't know what was going on. I was, you know, trying to get a little back and forth flavor during the game, and I was getting ghosted. No, it wasn't you getting ghosted. I just didn't see it because
1: I was actually I was doing my uh I was doing my my, my um your chart my flipboard, oh, my yeah. flipboard, chart, and I was I was looking at the game simultaneously. So I didn't really see my phone. And then I turned around and looked at it. Bro, you're absolutely right, man. I mean, you looking at what you saw yesterday. Why can't we have nice things like that, man? I mean, look <laughs> at Murray, man.
0: Unbelievable. On, yeah, and he didn't even have a good game. I mean, no, yeah, he threw a couple of ill-advised uh, interceptions and, you know, so forth. I, I was impressed by, you know, some players on that team. Connor looks like a totally different player. Than right. when, he, when was he was with, with Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. I mean, yeah. I, I had I had no idea that he had this kind of, like, athleticism and the ability to, to be a, a legitimate pass catcher out of the backfield and make plays after the catch. That wasn't the guy I saw wearing black and gold, Barrett. That was – I. you know what? It took me a little bit to really
1: sit back and just, you know, take it all in because yeah. I didn't know who he was. I mean, that's not the same guy that was in Pittsburgh.
0: no. You know, I mean,
1: mean, he's a great story. You know, he had cancer, beat cancer while at, you know, while he was in college. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. University of Pittsburgh. Yeah. And then, you know, now, I mean, he's one handed catching this two weeks in a row with the one handed catch. Um, You know, he's, he's not just a guy that they're just, you know, dumping it off. Like, you know, all right, you know, I got pressure on. Let me dump it off to the runner. Right. No, No, they 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 get it to him to make
0: plays. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So they're game planning them. But a, but a really good game for the Rams, though. There was a game they absolutely had to have, and you got all the reports about the you know, the COVID protocol players and the broadcast uh, team was playing it up. Like if, you know, if there's no Jalen Ramsey, you know, the Rams are really up against it. Man, that defensive front took over the game oh, and no right, from, right from the first play. <laughs> I mean, how, how about Aaron Donald? Can we, can we get maybe you know, five games like that out of Fletcher Cox in his career?
1: It was a short time, like two years ago, that they were mentioning his name and and Donald's name in the same sentence.
0: Yeah, this is two years ago. I never nah, kind of got it. that. To be honest with you. Well,
1: you know, well, and that's during the time that you know my my, my co-host, um, you know, Seth Jonas said Fletcher will never be at that level. I said, well, why? You know, why not? You know, I was mm-hmm. kind of confused. Like, why would you say that? Why wouldn't you say that? You know, Fletcher Cox could be at the same level as as as, as Aaron Donald. And he said, just look at his body. Look at the body types. Mm-hmm. Fletch, he's in football shape, but he's not in all world shape. Right. Aaron Donald's in all world shape. You see his abs. You see him. He takes, he takes football so serious that he trains his body to be an instrument yeah. as opposed to just being a player. Aaron Donald's body is an instrument, an instrument of right. war. Yeah, I was like,
0: you're right. You're absolutely. He's right. right." He's absolutely right. Like Aaron Donald has a get off, you know, from from his, you know, wherever they put him on the line, he just explodes out of there like a sprinter almost, right into the guard, the center, the tackle, wherever they've got him lined up, and he he's coming to get the quarterback on every play. I I kind of always thought about Fletcher was more or less a well paid clogger of the middle you know what I'm saying like I, right, that's right. the way I viewed him like he was a he's a kind of an overpaid clogger of the middle he wasn't a guy like every now and then he'll give you a play like Aaron Donald does basically on every snap and you see it and you're like you Man, every why, snap. Don't, why don't we have more of that out of him well you know, you know yeah you're right you, you know mean, and you said you know you put it
1: in the great perspective every snap every snap does. you know you can get flashes from Fletch Right, but right. you see it every snap from Aaron Donald. Right, he jumped. He he jump rushed a guy. He jumped past the guard. I mean, he ju- he literally jumped past him. And when you say once you get hit the hip with an offensive lineman on he, his head, he's gone. He's leaving. He, he, you know, he's, right, he's right. even, he's leaving. He's right. <laughs> well, he jumped, gapped him, and he jumped like three yards into the line of scrimmage, and the guard was barely out of the set yet. Yeah. And the guard got off on time. He was going so fast. And he, I mean, Murray just fell down on the play. You know, he, he couldn't right. go anywhere. He's like, you know what? I I just got to fall down. Oh, are you talking about, about the done? last
0: play of the game? No, not even that one. Oh, okay. Because that was this, when he got his in, third sack.
1: Right. This yeah. is his second sack. This was his okay. second sack. Okay. He just jumped past. And he just fell on the ground. He did it again at the end of the game. You're right.
0: Yeah, he's amazing. But that man. just
1: goes to show that, you know, what he invests in the, in the game. Like, he's not going out shooting guns and hunting and, 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 and stuff like that. He's right. not doing that. He is totally um, focused on being the best player, the greatest player he can play, not just at his position, but he wants to be the greatest player to ever play football Mm. period. And that's the difference in the mindset of somebody that wants to be great and somebody that wants to be good. I really do think that Fletcher wants to be good and he works hard to be good, but it doesn't work to be great. Mm. I mean, I was not working to be great he works to be great. Everything that he does is 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 totally football orientated. Making his body the best instrument of war he can. And, and you know and, and and the results are, are there. It is proven. Who
0: is that who's that guy that he kept uh destroying last night on the offense. They called him on a couple of holding penalties. Yeah. <laughs> I got to uh, look it up. I, I kind of felt I kind of felt bad for my man. I'm like dude, he's up against like one of the best to ever do it and he's getting manhandled right now killed <laughs> and that is that who it was he got destroyed oh, oh yeah oh. yeah I, i'm trying to find the guy on the on its depth chart and of course these depth it was, charts. josh right? josh jones was it him yes uh no it wasn't him this was a white dude man this was like number 60 oh, 60 something he had kind of long hair you know who it was who was that guy he, he got manhandled all night man former, no giant, former giant former giant and Pugh? former
1: Syracuse Pugh? yes, Alum. Yes. Justin
0: Pugh. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah he well, looked
1: I'm like gonna... Pew yesterday.
0: Yeah. I know actually I think it was Harlow. I thought it was played... 64 Sean Harlow. Because that now I just pulled up his picture. This is the guy I'm thinking of that got flagged for a couple of penalties. And going up against Aaron Donald, and they'd show him, and he's always looking up at the scoreboard going, "I didn't, I didn't hold." I mean, what, 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 they never think they hold, you know. But then they show the replay, and you're like, "Man, you, he's got a hunk of jersey." Yeah, I think it was hard. Look, we're all like this. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, what me? Right. Yeah. <laughs> but I thought it was a pretty good game last night, man. I'll tell you, Stafford was. made some unbelievable throws too.
1: Man, he remember the, the one he had. Um, I mean, everybody oh, the was right
0: option. Face. The split yeah. right option to Cooper, or was it Cup that caught that in the corner in the end zone? The front Cup corner? catches everything. Oh he, my he catches goodness, everything. What a throw! Man. You know, he from Western, um, Eastern Washington. Yeah, Eastern Washington. That. Yeah, bro, yeah, he's a machine, man. Like oh, if you man. if you need a play, if you need a first down on like a third and six. Like that guy, I I, I always love the guys on third and six or third and seven that run the three yard route. You know, like yeah. this guy, this guy gets to the sticks and catches right. it, and then exactly. turns up field and gets another two or three yards. And that's another thing, man. He I don't how does he get open all the time? Why? How
1: does he create the separation that he does? He creates more separation than even um, Beckham does. Yeah,
0: and Beckham and, had a nice game last Beckham night. Beckham
1: had a great game. He's starting to yeah. learn that offense a little better now. Mm-hmm. You know, but. He's a talent, man. I, I was thinking for a long time, for the past year and a half, that maybe he lost something. He didn't lose it. And if he did lose it, he wouldn't have found it again. Yeah. Because he is he is playing unbelievable. He's so quick, man. Right. So quick.
0: Now, yeah, Guns 350, Uh, you saw this too, I'm sure. They showed a picture of Aaron Donald and and Connor doing their muscle. You know, they were like posing They with their shirts uh-huh. off. I mean, <laughs> Aaron Donald is ripped. Rip, like, bro. Like that's what you're talking about. Like that's right. you know, Fletcher's big and strong as hell, right? But he yep. he's not shredded like that guy. No, no. Yeah.
1: You know, he is little, he's 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 not necessarily chubby. No. But he ha- he has a little baby fat on him. hmm At this point, Aaron Donald has anything. And I'm not one to talk about anybody's body. Now. Oh no. You know what I'm saying? Not to say I'm
0: far well, from Fletch own... might like uh, White Castle. You know, I, mean, <laughs> I bet Aaron Donald, he's more of a you know on the T B twelve program or right, something. Right, right. Than these
1: strawberries, you know. Maintains, you know, doesn't eat bread.
0: Right. No you know, meat. He goes, he goes to yeah.
1: Subway and just gets the meat. You know, that's all he does, bro. He goes this way. He gets, just get the meat. You know, he takes the meat off. In fact, he tells him, set it to the side because some of those, you know, some right. um, one piece of meat, one piece of wheat might get on his meat. So he just right. pushed it to the is side. Is he
0: in that ad campaign with Subway? Because he should yes.
1: be. He, is he in there? No, not Aaron Donald. No. He should be. But Brady
0: is. Brady's. Yeah, I know, you know Brady. You don't even eat any bread. Do you eat I know. any bread? <laughs> Steph Curry goes. Do you even eat bread? Right, <laughs> because they got the avocado bread. on on the on the roll. And he's like,
2: Yeah,
0: wow. I don't even eat this, but this looks good. I tell you, since we've had Michael Bradley on uh, a few times, uh, one of the one of the times he was on a couple months ago, he was telling me because he and I, you know, pretty basic with our turkey sandwich that lunch thing, and he's like. Just use one piece of bread.
1: Uh-huh, I've been uh-huh. doing that. Oh, get out!
0: Yeah, it's been working with you. It, it's been working. In fact, I'll even sometimes make the sandwich with one piece of bread, open face. Wow, let That's the cheese up. melt right over the right over the turkey, and you know, but just have it open and then eat it with a fork. You know, it's what, very I just, refined. I just I just started,
1: you know, a, a diet because it's winter, winter now. No, it's not just winter; right. it's winter, winter now. So. I was starting a little diet, started working yeah. out a little bit, you know. I mean, I'm traveling so much, man. It's hard to get, you know, good stuff. Well, it's, it's, yeah. it's starting to work now. I've dropped like six pounds, you know. It's Can't easy see to it fall yet.
0: into a trap eating like at the airport or yes. you know, fast food or just grabbing something when you get the rental car.
1: Yep. You know, yeah. you just dra- you, you, you're walking down and you're hungry. You're wa- you know you're about to get on this plane
0: mm-hmm. and fly
1: for three and a half hours. You see that the Annie Mae's pretzel sitting there. And then you look at, oh, man, that oh. almond crusted. Looks real good. I've oh. never
0: had one of those.
1: Oh man, it's amazing. Then you get the then you Annie get the, the sweet, yes, the sweet, the sweet sauce for oh, for it too. That's oh, all man. sugar, all sugar, oh. all calories. And then you have to get, I get a half and half with it. You know what I mean? So that's lemonade, sweet lemonade added uh-huh. with sweet tea. Oh my goodness! Yes, yeah, total destruction. So <laughs> I stopped doing that the past three weeks. I stopped doing that. I stopped it.
0: You I should totally just don't do take it. a funnel, put it in yeah. your mouth, and take a bag of Domino Sugar and just dump it right into the funnel. Exactly, man. Exactly.
2: Seriously. So
1: just started that, man, mm. you know, getting his weight down. I got to get it down. So I'm starting to work out a little more. And then, surprisingly enough, getting up in the hotel is a lot easier or going just before you go to bed at night to go work out in a hotel. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, it doesn't I mean, keep
0: you up late, like like you're not all like wound wired up. Wired? No, yeah.
1: no, no, no. Interesting. I, I sleep well. Take me a shower and sleep well. So that's what I've been doing the past couple of weeks, man, and it's starting to work. Um, my my, you know, not the size of my stomach, but my stomach, my inside stomach, is starting to hold less food, so it's starting to shrink a little bit. Oh yeah, that's you know a good I mean? way to do it. Yeah, so yeah. you know, my, I'm starting to get a little better portions. You know, I'm not just going in portion there. Portion
0: control. That's yes. what it's all about.
1: You can't just eat everything. You don't have to eat everything on your plate, bro. Well, and that's I, the
0: biggest thing. I eat everything on my plate because I've always was forced to as a young yes, kid. Yes, you know, I was always me forced too. to. So I'm, I'm continuing. I will do that. But we don't overload the plates. Right. You know, right. so I just finish that. And then, if you know, yeah, I could eat seconds. But I say no. And I'm just like, you know, I'll eat it tomorrow as a leftover for lunch or something.
1: Well, at the end of the day, man, I, I've been taught to, if you don't eat now, you're not going to have food there later on. Uh huh. So that's what, you know, that's the way I've always eaten, especially with my brother. My brother, so
0: the the, the Cleveland Browns fan. Yeah, my brother, okay. he started to
1: lose weight, man. He started to oh, yeah? lose weight too. Yeah, he started We lose might weight. have to
0: get him on because the Browns winning against the Ravens now. They're right back in this thing.
1: Uh, I'm not ready for him to be on yet.
0: You know? No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Talking about intervention. <laughs> oh. he probably could be on the show because my brother cussed like a sailor. You know, yeah. he, he he doesn't mind cussing people out either. He doesn't mind at all, bro. He doesn't mind at all, man. And, all right. and-, and he's from St. Louis. I mean, uh, he lives in St. Louis. And, right. You know, St. Louis is a you know you can carry you can carry your weapon anywhere okay. you can go. So he's a firm believer in carrying. He's a firm believer in, in the Second Amendment. That's the Second mm. Amendment, right? Yeah. He's a firm believer in What's that part of it. Yeah. 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 So he's a firm believer, and if you if you get out of order with him, mm-hmm. he's he's definitely he's definitely cool with the consequences to come whatever action you got to give. Is that right? He's cool with those actions. Oh, we got to get him off. I'll think I'll think about it, but no, he's not thinking about anything. He's responsible for all his actions. He does not care. Really? For those actions, you know what I'm saying? He's going to give you everything you want, you know. So, give him a like, reason.
0: Shoot first, ask questions later.
1: You know, you know usually you, say you have to give people a person a reason. He's mm-hmm. like, "You ain't got to give me a reason." Just right. just I be the reason. I came give here reason.
0: with a reason. Right. <laughs>
1: I am the reason. Okay. Right. Just come if you want to. That's right. what he is, man. My brother, right.
0: my brother crazy, man. All right. Well, we, we might, if the, if the Browns are going to make the playoffs, we might have to get him on. Here. Oh
1: yeah. Yeah. I, we'll do that. We'll do yeah. that there.
0: All right. For now I'm people. seeing here the, you know, the stream obviously is going crazy here, but I see this one thing I wanted to address this. First of all, I'm being said, I'm in violation uh, being from Berks County that I don't eat sweet pretzels. <laughs> when was the last time, John Dickerson, you went through Berks County and took a look at the people up there? You can tell all they do is eat sweet pretzels. I don't want to be that. Okay, There's, Just because I'm from there doesn't mean I have to eat everything like the people up there and then end up looking like that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, go on. Oh, Stop.
1: I've... I was up there um on the week of Thanksgiving. I uh-huh. was up there on Thanksgiving Day. Right. Um uh, my my uh my godson, my boy's, you know, uh son, man, he uh went to a game, his game, you know, he's only like what at he's nine years old. Okay. So flag football game. Yeah. But well, I tell you, man, I'm up there. You're absolutely right, bro. You're yeah. absolutely right. I mean, <laughs> Everybody wow. likes Brussels up there, you could say. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. <laughs> It's You ever heard of the term comorbidity? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, come on. All right. Uh, But here's the thing I wanted to ask you about, because I'm kind of interested in this. Jeremiah Butler says, go intermittent fasting. I was eating one meal a day. I'm hearing fasting. a lot of stuff about this intermittent Me too. Me too. Me too. Me too. Where you like don't eat for like, I don't know, 16 hours or something. Like mm-hmm. you eat all your meals in like a, maybe an eight-hour window. I don't even right. know if I'm doing it or if I'm getting this right. But it's like a you eat during a certain window, and then the rest of the 24 hours you don't eat. Hmm. I might just look that up. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> since it is the winter, you know, you're trying, to, you're trying to get in a little bit better condition. Maybe we'll that's see- the way to go.
1: Well, it'll be hard because what if I'm in the air with those during that time that I can eat, and then when I get off the plane?
0: Well, see, that's the problem because you live a life where you're going. You know, you got a lot of. You're not just sitting in the same cubicle or doing your work at home every day in the same routine. Like your routine changes, so it's all the time. It's more difficult. Yeah, you know. So now, thirty-seven players apparently yesterday in the NFL tested positive for COVID and are in these protocols. And a lot of them, uh, apparently, there's a lot of them with the Washington football team. Like, they are a total mess. Quez Watkins for the Eagles, apparently, is on the list, and some other players. Um, but it looks like the defensive front, uh, which is already banged up with a lot of injuries and some guys yeah, that are out for the year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Jonathan Allen, I believe, is part of the COVID protocol. and He's involved in it.
1: Wow. Yes. That's huge.
0: It is huge. Because I mean, they're already banged up with injuries, and now you get this this uh, COVID testing stuff. Thirty seven players sounded like a lot because you kept on seeing names coming coming up on you know the crawl on TV or you know on various websites. So and so's in the protocol, so and so's, and they like, "What is happening here today?" Well, I mean, that's
1: just him alone. If he doesn't play, yeah, it's a guaranteed victory for the Eagles. Guaranteed. Even though uh, Iyanidis, is that's his name?
0: Ionitis yeah. is uh, the Temple guy, uh, and then they got the Pain. I think it's the he, backup. Yeah, yeah, he's the back, but he he's a rotational like yeah. tackle. In he there. he plays he's a lot. Good. And he's good. No, he's, he's good. not pretty. He's
1: yeah. good. Yeah, he's good. He'd start anywhere else. Put it like right. that. Right. He'd start anywhere else.
2: Um, so you um, know,
1: if Allen's out, Pain, so it'll be Pain and ionitis, Sweats out.
0: Um, yeah, he's hurt. Yep. Sweat's hurt. And of course, um, Chase Young has been out for, the, Young is for out, a couple you know, of weeks now. He's been gone for weeks. the rest of the year. Yep. Washington uh, placed defensive tackle Jonathan Allen, who's having his best season on the COVID reserve list, putting his availability in jeopardy. They also placed three other players on the list, backup linebacker, David Mayo, defensive end, Good. William Bradley King and tight end, Tamarick Hemingway.
1: That's that's crucial also because um you know that they lost their good tight end, uh the former quarterback, they lost him. Yeah, he's done for, for the year season. Thomas, yeah. Logan, Thomas. Yeah, Logan Thomas. Yeah, Logan Thomas, he's out for the season. Right. So, you know, I mean, what are they going? They they like to run
0: the ball, so they have to have the tight end in there. Here Allen tested positive for the virus, but he has been vaccinated. So, he only needs two negative tests in a 48-hour span to return. Right. Okay. So, he's not out for the game yet. Yeah. Um. He's so had seven and a half sacks this year.
1: Dude, he's been wreaking havoc. Yeah. Wreaking havoc. Uh, I guess for tight end, John uh, Bates, rookie. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they do have Ricky Seals-Jones. Yeah. He's more of a receiver type Tight end. He, he didn't really help in the run game. And um Samus Reyes is okay.
0: the other tight end. Reyes. Is it Reyes? Reyes? Yeah. Yeah, Reyes. Yeah. Defensive end James Smith Williams, Casey Tuwill, uh were placed on the list last weekend. And David Mayo is is Montez Sweat, but they all could return. So they might get some of these guys back before the game, but right. it's you just – uh, Casey Tuhill's former – He's a former – Seventh Eagle. rounder. Yeah, yeah, I know. Wouldn't he go um, to Stanford? Yep, Stanford. Yeah, yeah he's pl- he's playing well for them.
1: Yep. Then David Mayo. I mean, he's a starting um, outside – well, really he's the wheelbacker. He, he lines up inside the box. He's on the list. Um,
0: yeah, they listed him as Darryl a backup Roberts. linebacker, special teamer. David yeah, but he Mayo. starts right
1: now, though. Okay. And then James Smith Williams, the other end, is mm-hmm. on the COVID list. So evidently, it was something in the in the linebacker room or in the defense yeah, side man. of the ball that this happened. Yeah. Now, I mean, is um Kyle Allen? You know, is he going to be the starter this year, or is is, is um
0: well, be- Heineke? Well, I, Heineke, the last I saw is they're still thinking that he might be able to play. Well, we want that. We want him to play. Well, yeah, because he takes chances. Yes, he takes <laughs> t- a lot of. Chances. He's a little reckless with the football, <laughs> to be kind. Yeah. So
1: we want him to play.
0: Yeah. We what do you think of this play. guy, uh, the, Jamin Davis, the, the the linebacker, the Redskins from uh, Kentucky? Yeah, yeah, Redskins. I still call him the Redskins. Everybody Took out does. of Kentucky.
1: I, I, you know what? He's, he hasn't he hasn't become what they thought he was going to become just yet. Mm-hmm. But he shows flashes, you know what I'm saying, when they did give him an opportunity, uh, which has been few and far between. He hasn't mm-hmm. done anything, you know what I mean, really. But when he was playing, he he showed a little bit. Hmm.
0: He was a first-round pick, I think. What, yeah, he there, was. yeah, he was. He yeah. was the first-round pick. Right, right.
1: So, you know, I, I mean, I like him. But I don't know if, you know, he's going to be able to fulfill and fit in them shoes that they they're trying to
0: make him wear. I want to see uh, if, the, if the standings were affected uh, after last night in any way, shape, or form. Oh, yeah, they actually were because Arizona dropped down to the three seed with that loss. They were the one seed. Well,
1: I mean, it's looking like the Rams are going to win that division. So if the Rams win that division, then they'll have to be like the, uh, the fifth they- seed.
0: If the, well, yeah, Arizona would then automatically drop down to at least five. Yeah, you're yep. right. Yeah. Yep. Right. Rams are, are still one game behind the Cardinals at nine and four. Cardinals are 10 and three. Yep. So let me see who the, the Rams have remaining on the schedule. They've got the Seahawks at home, then at Minnesota, at Baltimore. And then the Niners. That's three pretty tough games. I mean, it's never yes. easy to play Seattle either. I know they're not having a good year, but division games are crazy.
1: They are. But
0: they at do. Vikings, at Baltimore, and then the Niners.
1: That could easily be three losses.
0: Could be. Easy.
1: That's if that's if they um, Baltimore doesn't get their quarterback back. Right. So we still have to see
0: what's going on with that whole situation. But let's say they go – Two and two over that stretch. That would put them at eleven and five, or no, mm-hmm. eleven and six. Eleven and six. All Arizona would have to do would be to win two games over their last four. Oh, they have they, an easy schedule, don't they? They yeah, they do. They have at the Lions next week. <laughs> then they have the Colts at home at Dallas, and then the Seahawks. Yeah, so they'll be two two, and two two good games, but yeah, if they they should win two of those four games. Yeah, so they'll win twelve to get games to 11, this year. to get to twelve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're probably going to be twelve and five. I would think that that probably gets you the division.
2: Hmm. Well, yeah. you know, looking,
1: I was I was looking at I was looking at um Washington, mm-hmm. and you know, just just with you know with them being our next opponent.
2: Two games, I we with them. A,
1: yeah. I, I think we match up well with them. I yeah, think a, we'll, we'll sweep them. You think you'll sweep? Oh, yeah. I'm oh, thinking now. I've been looking at it. I've been looking at it, you know, like they're like
0: even Andre Carter. You know, he was a former, uh, he was with the Eagles, former Eagle. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Wide he was, receiver.
0: He's been around with a couple of teams, man. He's, he's like a practice squad guy. And yeah, he went, uh, came from Sacramento State, I believe. Yep,
1: yep, yeah. yep. Yeah, um. I don't, I don't, I don't see them really
0: being a threat to us right now. Well, it depends if, if they can run the football. It's sort of like the Eagles. You know, the Eagles can run the football. Big advantage for them to win the football game. No question. Washington. Well, I mean, I, I still see.
1: Way. I mean, I mean the key matchup: Eric Eric Flowers against Fletcher. He he owns Eric Flowers. Right. Well, Eric Flowers was in. Um,
0: Flowers was a tackle, though, with the Giants. He's a guard with the with the skins. They, they, so, yeah, they, yeah. they, they, they moved him to
1: yeah, yeah. They moved him in. Yeah, he got destroyed. He destroyed him. His first stint with with Washington destroyed him, and I can't see it being anything other than than a total wrecking. Yeah, um, at, at at the guard position with him when he came back to when he was at Washington before he was a guard. Now he's back there. He might get utterly destroyed. He is so scared of Fletch. Mm -hmm. Scared of Fletch. Uh, Cam Sims, he's looking like a player, man.
0: Cam Sims, the the wide receiver? Wide receiver, yeah. Yeah, He's he's looking
1: like a player, man.
0: Yeah, and then, of course, they got McLaurin, who's a really really nice player. But the loss of Logan Thomas is enormous. Oh, yeah. That guy was such a threat in the red zone.
1: He's a big guy that can run. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what it He's a big guy that can run. I remember yeah. when he when he played quarterback, was it a, a Virginia Tech?
0: Yes, Virginia Tech.
1: Yeah. But, uh, you know, Cam Sims is, is is becoming the truth for that offense. So I don't know who's going to be quarterback, mm-hmm. whether it's Kyle – I don't want Kyle Allen to play. Kyle Allen can – he can hose it a little bit, man. He can, he can
0: throw it a little bit. You like him. He went to Houston, I think, University of Houston. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking at, at their depth chart right now. Questionable is McLaurin, Heineke, uh, Charles Lano Jr., a tackle, mm-hmm. Tyler Larson, the center. I thought they – didn't they lose a center in this past weekend's game with an yep. Achilles?
1: Oh, I don't know if it was an Achilles. I think was it, it was
0: an Achilles.
1: I know – I know. Um, McKissick is questionable. The tackle, I know he – Kept, you know, he was in. He got hurt, mm-hmm. left out the game, and then came back in a couple um, series later. So,
0: yeah, they got a bunch of guys on IR, man. Logan Thomas, West Schweitzer, Boston lineman. Yep, he's on there. Your boy Fitz. <laughs> yeah, boy, I tell you, I mean, he played in like half a game. Yep, yeah. <laughs> he'd been gone the whole year. That's incredible. Oh, yeah, Kyle Allen now, you know, could be the starting quarterback. But yeah, Gibson did not do much against the Cowboys. But they no, they would need McKiss- McKissick back too. He's a big part of what they do. Yeah. So yeah, it's shaping up. He's pretty the good.
1: all-purpose. He's the all-purpose back for him.
0: Yeah. No. All right. Quick time out. Be back with more. You're listening to the middle right here on the Jacob Media YouTube channel. We eclipsed nine thousand subscribers yesterday. Uh, So smash that like button, tell a friend, subscribe, and uh, we'll be back with more right here in the middle.
3: At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass. You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. <laughs> Holy sh! Glasses for cocktails, right? It's for this, 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 and that. disappears.
4: Of life. First Trust Bank is there for you.
1: Seven, One, two, three. Because
4: Philadelphia Dreams deserve a Philadelphia Bank. As a hard-working American, you've never
5: experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Law Firm and managing partner, Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Bianculli Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this.
3: Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at
2: theoceanac.com.
0: Welcome back to the middle. Harry Mays and Barrett Brooks. And uh, uh, I don't know if you keep track of this stuff, Barrett, but did you see – do you know who Pat McAfee is? Yes. I've heard him before. Well, he's a former NFL player. He's a punter. Yes. For the Colts for a few years, bunch of years. hmm And uh, then went into the media, worked with ESPN. He you know,
1: stopped playing. He was making like $3 million a um, – a year and he said, mm-hmm. You know what? I want to go into media.
0: Yeah. Well, you know why? He made the right move. Yes. <laughs> because now they his show just signed a contract uh with a uh, a sports gambling outfit for four years, one hundred and twenty million dollars. Unbelievable. What How have about I been that? doing, man? What have I been doing? 120 million dollars. He does his show on YouTube.
1: Harry, you were supposed to, you know, train me in the in the in the art of of of, of making that much money, man. What, right. What's going on, man?
0: Wait, wait, wait a second. I was I was given that responsibility because, <laughs> yeah. of, because I wasn't paid <laughs> like I was given that responsibility. So I don't know where I don't know where you're getting this from. <laughs> but congratulations to him because he's in our business and he's doing things his own way, sort of like we are here. And it just goes to show you that if you got the following, man, you can get the you can get the money. Now he's got I think he's got a million five uh subscribers to Dude. his channel. So <sighs> you know we gotta get the numbers up, bro. Let's get the numbers you know? up,
1: man. Let's get the numbers <laughs> up. You want 24 i so I'd be on this 24 seven. Give me that much money.
0: A hundred million dollars?
2: hundred and twenty million years? for for a- the
0: show for four years, so thirty million a year. Now, he's got a bunch of people on the show. It's not just him. Like, um, he's got A.J. Hawk on the show. Yeah, the former, former Packers linebacker. I yeah. uh No, Ohio State. He was an Ohio State oh, guy, yeah. Okay. Because do you remember years, and this is a while back, Brady Quinn, who played at Notre Dame, right, was going up against Ohio State and A.J. Hawk in a bowl game. I forget which bowl game. It doesn't even matter. Mm-hmm. But the – sister for uh, brady quinn was dating and has now since married and has had like three or four kids with a.j hawk they've been married for you know a while but she was dating him at the time and she's sitting in the in the stands at the game with a customized jersey that had half notre dame and half ohio state get out of here yeah it was pretty cool i'll never i I, I can remember seeing it (laughs) wow but he's on the show and then they get Aaron Rodgers as a weekly guest.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. Usually that's right.
0: on Tuesdays, I think. Like, I've listened to the show periodically. Uh, uh-huh. You know. And then they got this guy, D-Butt, they call him, Darius Butler. Do you remember him? He played in the league for a while. Yeah, yeah. I think he was a cornerback.
1: He was a safety, up there. Or
0: a safety. He was a yeah. defensive back. And he comes on once a week to, to break down games, and he's pretty darn good. Right. right. Yeah. It's a different show. Wow. They curse a lot on that show. <laughs>
1: If curses gives you 120 million, I know, man. Sorry, He's mom. Dropping
0: f bombs left and right, man. <laughs> sorry, my mom, mom would not appreciate that. She'd no. be out on that. <laughs> <Me too. laughs> my
1: mom, my mom, hey, she probably pushed me over. She's like, "Oh, ho, ho, what you doing now?" She start throwing holy water on me, bro. Yeah, She's like, what the heck is wrong with you?
0: <laughs> right, right, right. So, I, and I just wanted to bring that to your attention because I think that money is out outstanding.
1: Especially wow. for
0: you know, betting on yourself. Yeah, you know, so, that's exactly what he did, man. It was pretty cool. So, but they they, they do curse a lot on that show, and sometimes <laughs> I think like they curse for the sake of cursing, right? Like, that's right. when I think it's a little bit gratuitous. Like you don't need to say "f this," "f f f." You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't think that that that's necessarily appropriate in a broadcast form. If you want to drop no. it every once in a while to add emphasis because you, you can, that's fine but
1: <laughs> just 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 do it just to do it and right,
0: right right right
1: well i mean every once in a while you know i'm you know I'm, I'm i'm you know i'm in it you know what i'm saying when when i drop a curse bird i mean i'm passionate about what i'm saying
0: right right
1: but i don't want it to lose the effect of when i say it it's like dramatic you know what i mean
0: mm-hmm.
1: like i learned i've learned you know with doing this college football stuff that you don't have to speak every time you know a play goes or you know sometimes like when they score you right. want to instantly break down what happened. Sometimes you gotta sit back, let it breathe a little bit. Yep. You know, take the ambiance of the crowd and everything, and then you say and break down what it is once they show the
0: replay. And wait for the flag. Yep. When you start breaking <laughs> down play, you're analyzing the play, and it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. the umpire dropped a flag here. This right, is coming right. back, Parrot. I think this is coming up. back.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah um, all that you said does the reason why it happened is because uh right. it was a flag. Yeah, Dom, because he knows to play.
0: Dom Lewis, you're correct. Uh, Pat McAfee still works in the in the wrestling world. I think he does some MMA. Like he's he's doing things, you know, beyond just talking about you know the NFL and right, 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 and uh, football and stuff. But I think he does a weekly thing with the uh, WWE. I don't watch wrestling anymore, but me neither, me I know either. it has a big audience and a big appeal, and that's part of his his to his credit too, is he has found ways to sort of, you know, pick up different age groups of audience Mm -hmm. by doing different things. Well, you You know what I mean?
1: You you know, he reinvented himself into a mogul, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, he had the vision to do it. Yeah. Some people don't have that vision. Me, I try to stay in my lane. You know what Mm -hmm. I do best? I break down film. I, 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 um, you know, I, I, Try to make sure that, you know, what I'm saying is the truth. It was definitely the truth when I said it. Put it like right, that. Right. You know, a lot of people just say stuff just to, you know, almost like clickbait. I'm not, I'm not that guy.
0: Yeah. You wow. know what
1: I'm saying? I'm, a, I'm just going to say what I truly believe. And when I said it, it was the truth when I said it right then and there.
0: Right. You Unfortunately, know? that gets a lot of, of attention these days. I know, man. Yeah. You know, because you know, no, I'm not like that either, really. But I, I, I agree with you. Now, um, what we got here? I just saw something. Oh, yeah. Armored Saint. Smash that like button. One and a half million to go. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Uh,
0: That's great. That's great. Well, now, uh, uh, Jared Jones just did his uh, weekly radio hit, I guess. Uh, It doesn't take him long to start pumping out the quotes when he jumps on uh, 1053, The Fan. They were asking. Them, there's a apparently there's a divide down in Dallas as to whether the quarterback is in a slump. Oh, uh huh. Now you've been watching him. What do you yes. what, what do you see? I
1: see Dak is just being Dak. You know, everybody acts like he was just this, this. He's been this drop back pass. You know, pocket passer that's hitting a wide open receiver. No, that's not what this offense is all about. Mm-hmm. This offense is running the ball, and then you. Play action to death out of people. Right, you play action. Why they play action? Because you're action receiver. You're action a, a DB to cover receiver. This this good. You know those three receivers down there are very very good. So when they're running wide open, because you play action, because you've run the ball successfully, that's why they get those big chunk yarders. They're not a team that's gonna you know drop back pass you to death. No, they're mm-hmm. not that type of team, and he's not that type of quarterback. They're saying you know he's he's playing right the way he's been playing his entire career. Some games, you know, he really gets up because they ran a ball so successfully that you right. can't cover the receivers. That's all. It's not as a slump. That's just who he is.
0: How would you compare him to like Jalen Hurts? Let's say, like, is Jalen Hurts is his ceiling Dak Prescott as a passer, but yes. then add in the the running element?
1: He's a better runner than Dak Prescott. Oh, no question. No question. He's a bit but, but as far like, as he's passer. never going to be, he's never going to be a, um, a Josh Allen. He's never going mm-hmm. to be a Russell Wilson, but he can be a Dak Prescott, but a better athlete than a Dak Prescott.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Kyler Murray is a step above even.
0: Yeah, he's ridiculous, man. Yeah,
1: he, he's, a <laughs> st- he's a step above Josh Allen.
0: Just watching him trying to make plays with his legs last night, late in that game, where he's like going, he he just never gives up on a, on a couple of extra yards, like dancing down the sideline to try to get an extra three yards
1: on that on yeah on 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 you know, last second play. I yeah, they got a field goal out of
0: it. I know, and I, I'll tell you, the coach made a big mistake by not kicking uh, on fourth down. I mean, yep. what are you doing? You need two scores. Uh, that, was, catch that was that yeah. was I didn't understand it either. Yeah, what are you going for? He's got a kicker with a big leg too. Huge leg. I mean, Prater. You know, a fifty-six-yard field goal is nothing for that guy.
1: Well, if you look at it, man, he um going into halftime, it was a, what fifty-three-yard field goalie kick.
2: kicked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and
1: that was the third one in right. the first half.
0: The third tied, tied the game at thirteen to go yeah. to the half. Yeah, yeah.
1: I didn't quite understand that either, man.
0: Yeah, and then you got, uh, you know, the Rams had the ball first possession. They made a nice drive, scored the touchdown, and then got the turnover uh, deep in Arizona's territory and scored. Next thing you know, it's 27-13.
1: Back in the game. Let's go. Yeah. But, you know, looking at that game, I see our coaches, not just, you know, not just the players that we have on the team, but I see our coaches have a long way to go. Long, long way to go as far as, you know, coaching – their teams. I mean, says you want to say about both those coaches? They were well within the game. They were, they, you know, you could see the adjustments. You could see them calling plays to open up other players. You know, mm-hmm. you could see the game planning involved with it. Right. I don't necessarily see that yet from 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 this coaching staff here in Philly. I don't so, see it just yet.
0: Right. So from a game planning and play call. Uh, you liked what you saw last night, not yeah. necessarily from a time management and crunch time out of uh, um, the so, Arizona yeah. coach. Yeah, no, the Arizona. Bad.
1: Yeah, yeah, bad. yeah, yeah. But like you know, just the mere fact that they knew that they could, um, they could take advantage mm-hmm. of the one-on-one with the linebackers on on you know on the running back. They took advantage of that. They understood that they had the matchup, you know, with with, right. with that. So you know, they went through it early and often.
0: Yeah. And both um, teams take deep shots too. Exactly. You know, exactly. that one to Jefferson for the touchdown. What was that 50, 53 yards?
1: And it was, and it was an out. It was it was nothing but a um a, a straight nine nine round. You know, he mm-hmm. stuttered Goldham, and, and he just took off. And you know, that was game plan because they saw what the blitz was and they knew they were gonna have a one on one. That was all game plan. He just threw it up there. Perfect pass, yeah, perfect route. You know what I'm saying? It caught it. caught that defense. You know, it was it was just the the right play to plan it. You know, you got to be the deepest man when you're the, when you're the safety. And He caught the safety flat footed. Yeah, b- right both basket. those
0: guys offensively, I think, have a pretty good command on the game. They know their personnel. You know, they know what you know what works. What's yep. gonna you know sequencing plays. I think both of those guys do a pretty good job of that. I don't Absolutely. know about that with Sirianni yet.
1: No, uh-uh. you know. You know um, you you just see there's little things that we just don't do, you know what I'm saying? But then you also see the inefficiencies, and the little things that we lack as far as talent in some places, also. Mm-hmm. Like there was no question that defensive line for the Rams, oh. you know nobody could block, nobody could block, you know Aaron Donald, so they run a defense that can you know highlight him being just one on one block. You know, they bring up a guy, a linebacker. So you have to block him. You have to account for him in a number count. Right. And then at the last minute, he backs out. And then here's Aaron Donald one-on-one against, you know, an offensive lineman. You know, that's all game planning, man. That's all understanding what your talent is and, and taking advantage of your talent and putting them in the right position to make plays.
0: Yeah, now who is that other that other dude last night uh, for, for uh, the Rams – he actually ran down, it was Greg Gaines, ran down Kyler Murray from behind. Did you see that in the first half? Um, This dude's like a nose tackle. He's 6'1", 3'12". It's <laughs> a so fourth-round pick a few years ago from Washington, Greg Gaines. He had a great game last night. He was all over the place. He benefits a lot from what happened, you know, what you got to do to try to handle Aaron Donald. I get it. But the, guys, the guy was just all over the field. It's
1: easier when you got guys that can play, man.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm sure, you know. And Leonard you at, Floyd, too. Leonard Floyd he's took pretty that good. game over. Yeah, yeah he took that game good. over. I mean, he tipped the ball to himself. Mm-hmm. Tipped the pass to himself for interception.
0: Yeah.
2: that's
1: Athletic I mean, that's just, as hell. Yeah, yeah, that's athletic talent. Yeah. I can't believe the Bears let him go. I know. I know. So, I mean, I I just see so many things. You know, look, look at the linebacker position. They spared no expense at the linebacker position. I know. Von Miller. Von Miller. That reader's a pretty good player, too. Reader's a very good player. Yeah. <laughs> he gets yeah. exposed sometimes on uh, um on those uh passing routes. You know, that's why they were able to take advantage of it, mm-hmm. him in the passing game. But as far as, you know, knowing where to be and playing the game, um, the way your linebacker should play it, He's coming downhill. He's hitting you in the mouth. He's doing all that from you know as far as making sure your defense is in the right position. Right. You know, I, I like his game a
0: lot. Now, Dom Lewis points out that yeah he's three twelve soaking wet. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Greg uh, Gaines
0: three hundred twelve pounds soaking wet.
1: Everything's respected, man. <laughs> You know, see, he doesn't really understand. You guys understand, when I was in the locker room, mm-hmm. I, I was probably, what, 3.30 in the locker room?
2: hmm
1: And uh, I played with this guy, Aaron Gibson, my dude. I just got to talking to him, actually, uh, on uh, social media. Actually, today. He was the biggest human being I've ever seen in my life. Aaron face-to-face. Gibson? Yes. Um, Officer lineman, Outland Trophy winner from, um, from Wisconsin. First-round pick for Detroit Lions. Aaron Gibson was 400 pounds and had abs. What? Yes, yes, could do the splits. Oh, dude, I remember this
0: guy. Yeah, they had to build, a, they had to make a helmet for him. He was enormous. It, it oh, Wisconsin. Man. He looked like a billboard. Yep. And He. Um... I see. I see his abs. I got a picture of it here. <laughs> oh, dude, I, I got to get this. The hungriest man on earth. I got to get this to. uh uh, Xander, we got to put this up here. I, I uh, tell
1: people all the time he was the biggest human being I ever seen in my life, man. Gigantic. Nicest guy in the world. Um, had had a long career. Played in um, played in Detroit. He got drafted Detroit in the first round, but then he went to uh Chicago. That's where he really became a player when he was in Chicago. But I played with him in Detroit. Biggest human being I've ever been around. Had abs. Right. Could do the splits. Phenomenal athlete, man. You know, used to crush people, man. But he just, I don't know, you know. He should have been all pro. I don't know why he wasn't. There was no reason why
0: he shouldn't have been. Wow. It says here, there's a piece on Bleacher Report about him entitled The Hungriest Man on Earth. Aaron Gibson weighed 480 pounds, but a life of lingering pain, pill popping, and disappointment in the NFL weighed on him heavier than that. Right. Then 30,000 calories a day. Turned into 1,500 sit-ups and abs. <laughs> now, that's going to get my attention. I want to read that story. He's 315 now. Wow. six foot eight, 315. But the pictures of him at Wisconsin in his uniform, I mean, he is gigantic. Yeah, bro. They got to see a picture of that, you know. See if you can put that up for us, Zan. Number 79 at Wisconsin. Yep. I remember when they
1: drafted him, like, yo, there's no way. There's no way anybody's beating him on anything. Pass rush, run wow. blocking. I think he was Incredible. an Allen trophy winner,
0: also. Here comes a yeah, there's the one right there on the upper right. Look, Look at, at that the man. Size of that dude. Oh my huge.
1: Goodness. Look at him doing a split right over there. Over and then the corner. and then
0: the pictures. There's the upper left is the picture of him with the abs. Oh, yeah. See, you can see it like with like his shirt unbuttoned. Yeah. You just pop on that one. And you can, see, you can see how sh- right shredded. There, yeah. Wait. I don't know <laughs> what be
1: happened. <laughs> Nicest guy in the world, also. Yeah? Nicest there guy in is. the world.
0: Kind of looks like Cilio there. <laughs> <laughs> Three four 480 at one point? Yeah. 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 Now, that, how big was Refrigerator Perry? Not that big.
1: No, he was like six, no, three, like only six, 300 pounds. Yeah. Let me look it up. He yeah. wasn't as big. He wasn't as big as everybody thought he was. No, no. When I first got in the league, there were only 20 guys in
0: the NFL over 300 pounds. Man, I thought he was bigger than that. Oh, yeah, you're right. 6'2, three thirty five. It says here. Yeah. Man, he looked taller than that to me I guess because he just like was behind in the backfield when with uh McMahon as the quarterback he just dropped right. McMahon yeah <laughs> and they put him in the backfield That's his brother crazy. was
1: you know his brother was actually a better player than he was michael Dean Perry
0: yeah he was he pretty was a better player yep the biscuit and yep. the fridge so he graduated <laughs> from the biscuit to the fridge <laughs> well you got a nickname biscuit Big biscuit. Yeah, that means you like to eat. It's <laughs> no pretty question. obvious. Yeah, you. Make now, John happen. Dickerson says he went to high school with the fridge in Aiken, South Carolina. Oh, get out of here. Yeah, that is where he's Sister from. Degrees of separation. There we go. Yeah. Didn't he go to Clemson? I think so. I think he went to Clemson. Yep. Now, did you share White Castle with him? The stream, the stream wants to know. No,
1: no, no. He was, he was, he's way older than I am.
0: Yeah, he played it way before I did. I played with his brother though.
1: I played against his brother, but I didn't play against him.
0: No, I don't mean they don't mean the fridge. I think they're talking about the dude from Detroit, Gibson. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> I, I played with him. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we played with him.
0: Yeah. Any he White dragged- Castle stories there?
1: No. Well, you know, actually, we went to. Um, we should go to this place. It's um, it's this uh restaurant bar restaurant. Mm-hmm. What was it called, man? It's the one I was telling you guys about with the antler um, chandeliers.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, we used to go in there, man. And, and you know, that's when I first heard about those uh, Rocky Mountain oysters. Oh. This guy was sitting next to us, me and Big Gibby, and he uh-huh. was eating Rocky Mountain oysters. Big I'm Givby. like, what the hell is that? He was like telling me, so he told me what it was. I'm like, You're actually eating ball nuts. What is wrong with you, man? You know, so, so, uh, you know, we sat down. He like, he ate four hamburgers, four bison burgers.
0: Yeah. Four dish made of bull testicles. Yes. That's what, yeah. I'm not eating that. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Some people eat them raw, though. It's supposed to help with your, your, your stamina, you know, makes you, makes you, you know. Oh, I don't know what it makes you. I, I just, I just never want to entertain it. But what
0: from a uh, virility type yes. of uh, scenario? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they, they have pharmaceuticals for that. I don't need to eat ball nuts. <laughs> okay. All right. I, I'm. I'm sorry. I'm not. I, if it comes down to that, I'm really not that interested in being virile. Okay. Like babe, hey. I had my I, run. Yeah. I had my run. It was pretty good. It's over.
1: If you can't take this three minutes,
0: you know, exactly. right I'll give you the best three minutes of your life, right? Right. But after said, that, said, I'm done.
1: He said, "Look, he said, three minutes. Three minutes is a is a round in a heavyweight fight.
0: <laughs> That's right. That's right. I mean, Jesus, what more do you need? uh thank you <laughs> at the <laughs> right. end. Thank you." <laughs> Oh, oh God! All right, now we got another hour to go. Believe me, we're gonna talk oh, about this. Uh, Guns three. Kurt Warner. Seconds. Kurt Warner weighed in on Jalen Hurts. We'll have to get to that in the next oh, hour. Definitely. Well,
2: Wait, what, what are they?
0: What are they saying in the stream? Guns three fifty. <laughs> yeah. Going to sixty seconds. Go- <laughs> that was amazing, right? That was oh, that was pretty good. Oh that. man that yeah, was that's pretty, pretty good, good. There. Yeah. <laughs> yeah rocky mountain oysters is something um that i would never they're all deep fried yeah of course after being skinned coated in flour pepper and salt and sometimes they're <laughs> pounded flat it's a delicacy most served as an appetizer
1: well, I'm just i get scared
0: out. of the word delicacy <laughs> okay <laughs> right yeah delicacy sometimes mean there's no way i'm getting near it
1: right, right. in a nutshell you know yeah. like uh what is it uh the snails um
0: escargot escargot yeah how how did did you had escargot? You know, i've how? had that cargo yeah. i've had that in it? a nice french restaurant yeah. it's prepared it, it it's actually pretty good
1: like what how do they cook it
0: i don't know how they cook it I don't, no was idea. it fried it wasn't fried no it's not fried <laughs>
1: I'm trying to think, you know, because not salt, everything is fried, right? You put salt on it. They wither away. Right. You know what I'm saying?
0: Oh, my goodness. If it's oh. not
1: fried, I don't need it, bro. Right. I don't need it. That's my problem now. I want well, see. Fried.
0: Yeah. This is why. This is why you fry ex-
1: white castles.
0: Uh, imagine if they did. That would there be you amazing. go. Fry the, the burger. Put some, and then put, put it and then put it in, in the bun.
1: No, what you could do is you could take the burgers the whole burger itself. Mm-hmm. And put some uh put some flour on it and just deep fry it whole like that. Uh, they fry ice cream like that. Why not fry white castles like that?
0: Yeah, I never got understood the uh fried, fried ice cream? cream. Yeah. Yeah, me neither. I, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, and we also have to get to this uh, developing story down in Jacksonville with Urban Meyer. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah now, now the owner is like saying, "I'm not going to rush into you know a quick decision on Urban Meyer." That tells me he's going to fire him at some point.
1: Once you once you this hit year. that mark,
0: yeah, yeah, you've
1: entertained it. You're you're farther you're farther to entertaining
0: it. And to me, I think Urban Meyer wants to get fired. Yes, me too. I, I think really He's trying do. to go to
2: college level. Well, I he, don't
0: even know if like he's got his contract. Uh, you know, is probably so much. I mean he he built that owner out of out of money and he he's just gonna get a hell of a lot of it. Well I don't think he I don't think he will necessarily because we'll, we'll talk about it on the other side. We'll talk about another side. All right. I'll look at I'll look into his contract to see what it is, but I think he's due to get a big paycheck whether he coaches next season or not with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Right. So all right. And some are saying maybe Doug Peterson goes there. Does Doug Peterson he he might have his pick of jobs? Does he really want to go to Jacksonville? No. I mean, even with Trevor Lawrence there, because he has looked awful. Granted, he's not getting coached well, but my goodness.
1: (laughs) There's there's plenty
0: of other places to go. All right, back with the second hour of the middle on a Tuesday right here on the Jacob Media YouTube channel after this.
3: at stateside vodka every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass free what's that uh a rocks glass you're telling me that bottle is cut in half you could say that holy shit. glass is for cocktails right it's for this 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 and that disappears.
4: Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Seven, four, three. One, two, three. Because Philadelphia Dreams deserve a Philadelphia Bank. As a hard-working American, you've never experienced
5: how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. And managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say we got this.
3: Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at
2: theoceanac.com. <laughs>
0: All right, welcome back. Hour number two in the middle. Barrett Brooks and Harry Mays. And I was looking into the uh, Urban Meyer contract. Apparently, the contract details have never been made officially public. Uh, But people, uh, Sporting News at least, which last I checked was still a pretty reputable uh, publication, has in here that... (laughs) Reports indicated that he's making between 10 and 12 million per season for six years. Wow. So, should they fire Meyer following the 2021 season, that would leave as much as 60 million on the books. Well, I mean, but still, you know, that's why he
1: should have fired him after um, the whole incident with. uh with him being
0: in, you know, when going he back stayed home. in Columbus. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's, yeah,
1: that's, yeah. that's, 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 that's conduct What is the conduct unbecoming of, of, a, of, a, of
0: a- he, you're saying he might've been able to get out of some of that money, right? Because it, it sort of violated, maybe like a morals clause or some yes, sort of absolutely. violation. I don't know if it's a morals clause, but something in the contract. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you know, that's why they, that's why these, these owners and coaches have lists of attorneys you know, right, <laughs> they work out all that stuff. But bottom line is, he's if he got fired at the end of the season, he would walk away with a pretty nice check. Well, he might not, not get it all. It. He might right. not get it all, but he's going to get a lot. Right,
1: like right now, you know, um I said, you know, uh, my fraternity brother, you know, lived in the house with me uh, when I was in college. He's the running back coach down in Miami, mm-hmm. and they don't know if they're going to be picked up or not by the old by the new coaching regime. And, um, you know, he said the reason why coaches get paid so much is because of this. You know, you go in and the new coaching staff comes in. You know, it might not have been you, may have coached your running backs great, they might have been, they might have been balling, right? But new coaching staff leaves. I mean, a coach that leaves, and you, you know, a new coaching staff comes in. What do you do? So they, still yeah, they have, have no loyalty back. to
0: you, none you know, whatsoever, lo- right? So they might just already have. A list of guys that they're going to bring in and it's right it's kind of irrelevant whether you did a good job with the old staff or not yeah and then sometimes they do keep guys though right you know, like, right like stoutland has stayed here in philadelphia through a couple of different coaching changes three coaching regimes yeah you know he's Came obviously in, very he's- valuable <laughs> you know he might just want to work for just jeffrey Lurie. just sign him permanently That's an offensive line coach. Right. Look, you might be taking this job as the head coach, but this is your offensive line coach. I think that's That's a deal breaker.
1: That's what they did. They didn't produce so many years. They did that produce a lot. Yeah. They did a deuce when Chip came came in. uh, Deuce weathered that because he, you know, he wanted to stay. And, you know, and that's what the owner told him. Hey, you know, this is my running back coach. You got to stay. Then, um, you know, with, with the rest of them, you know, he just wanted a head coaching job, so he said he felt as though he had to leave. He was just comfortable there. I don't know if I would have went to Detroit, though. Detroit seems like the land of uh, ending coaches' careers or, I know. <laughs> or whatever.
0: Like, you go there, you got to take the check, though, man, because it's a big check.
1: Well, you know, Aaron Glenn is a D coordinator there. He's not doing very right. well right
0: no, now. No, he's not. You but know, I mean, though. you know, nobody's—is anybody really going to remember? You know that—is it any like really a blemish on your resume if you didn't succeed in Detroit? Because who has? I'm like Wayne Fonts, or You're Jacksonville, go... right? Or Jacksonville. But, I mean, yep. Jim Caldwell, I think, had a couple of good years with the with the Lions, uh, but by and large, everybody fails there. So what's what's wrong with taking the, you know the the money?
1: Well, hell, Swartz. Swartz yeah, Jay got out of there. that's
0: right. Yeah.
1: Right. So, I mean, that's that's I don't know, man. But you look at Jacksonville, they just don't have the talent. Mm-hmm. And and Jacksonville is one of those areas, you know, that's that's a, that's a Jacksonville is, a, is is where your people go to retire. So, you really don't have the fan base, the young fan base. That go Google and Gaga over over sports. Like here in Philly, it starts from young. You know, everybody from Delco. You know, you grow up right a a, a, a Eagles fan. So it's taught to you. You know, when you before you even born, you had outfits. You had you know onesies that were, were Philadelphia Eagles. That's all you see. You're plastered with you know with with Eagles football. Period. So that's where you grow up. I don't see that being that way in Jacksonville. I definitely didn't feel it or see it when I was in, um, when I, when I played in Detroit, it wasn't there. Right. Um, It was all about basketball and hockey. Uh, Went to green Bay. It was all football, all football all day. Went up to New Jersey, up in North Jersey, played for the Giants. Right. It was more so, eh, you know, it was a little bit of a, a fan base there. You I mean it wasn't a it wasn't a bad fan base. It was a little bit of fan base there. It wasn't like, you know, Philly, no. but it wasn't as bad as Detroit. It wasn't as bad as, you know, other places I've been. Yeah. Then one with the Pittsburgh, you know, I mean, they're taught the same way from a from a youngin', from a, from, a, you know, before you're born, like I said, you got the onesies were were Steeler gear. Mm-hmm. So, it's just a different type of fan base in those areas. And I don't, it was hard to really get hype for a fan. Well, not, you know, you're going to play hard because your name is, you know, your name is out there. You're putting your name on your product. Yeah. But, you know, you go to places like even, even, even the Raiders, they're going to find it hard to have the same fan base, the same fans they had when they were in Oakland. Right. It's going to be
0: hard. Vegas. It's different. Yep. Yeah. Totally different.
1: Chargers also. The Chargers are right. not going to have the same type of fan base. You know, you don't, you don't, you don't fear their fan base. You go up to Seattle, that's what the 12th man is. Arizona's hard, too, because that's, that's a retirement place also. People go to Arizona to retire. Miami, sure. they go to retire. Tampa Bay, they go to retire. Those aren't really fan bases that really get, you know, all the way uh, involved, like Philly, Pittsburgh, Green Bay.
0: New York, Boston, you know, Baltimore. You know, exactly. Cleveland, Cleveland. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: I mean, yeah. You have to be a fan of Cleveland to watch Cleveland football. Yeah, you have to be a
0: fan. The old school, like industrial old towns, exactly, exactly. Pittsburgh,
1: yep, yep, Steel City.
0: Now, this uh, this Shad Khan guy who owns the Jaguars, um, you know, how he's worth nine billion dollars. Wow, he's like one of the richest owners, you know, in the NFL, according to what I'm looking at. And you know, how he made his money, he owns a bunch of sports teams, like I knew he owned fulham uh football club which was in the premier league sometimes they get relegated but they're over in england and uh he also owns this all elite wrestling league with his son and he made his money apparently from a company called flex and gate which is an which is an american automotive company you might know of this company No, I don't. They made car bumpers. He started with Bumper Works, which made car bumpers for customized pickups and body shop repairs. And then he got a a, another loan, bought Flexengate, and and combined the two companies. Supplied bumpers to the big three automakers. Get out of town! Come on, this guy became a billionaire. Starting with making bumpers for cars, unbelievable. How about that? Wow, that's incredible. That is supplying them all around the world. You know, for he uh, had twenty five thousand employees by twenty nineteen, and man, you uh, had 65, 69 manufacturing plants in the United States, China, Argentina, Spain, France, Germany, Mexico, and Canada. Revenue of 8.9 billion, dude. No wonder he, uh, he might not want to cut the check to Urban Meyer, but it's gonna be like stuff he has in his glove box. <laughs> All right, Urban, you, All right, I mean, you, I- you heisted me out of 50 60 million dollars. Here yeah, you go, away, me. Yeah, get, you out. Me. get out, get right. out, yeah. get Doug Peterson on the phone, please. <laughs> I heard he's playing golf. The stream says he's playing golf in Ponte Vedra, Florida. Doug, right, right. Doug <laughs> lives in Jupiter. Apparently, he bought a house in Jupiter, which is where I'd like to be. Well, yeah, I mean, it's that's, that's where the fat. owner,
1: the owner, um, yeah. the Eagles has a house, not down. far
0: from there. Yeah, he's very close to there.
1: Wow. <laughs> man, you look at it, man. I mean, yeah, just look at people that that optimize and take take advantage of 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 you know what's going on in the world, like Jeff Bezos. Right. Amazon,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I mean, he's the when I mean, he probably made more money over this pandemic during the
2: pandemic.
1: Any, yeah. Any person. Absolutely. Ever. Yeah. I mean, you know, they be he became, you know,
0: just an instant three
1: times over billionaire. Yeah.
0: yeah. And everybody's talking about the environment. Yet there's more cardboard boxes being thrown away because of freaking Amazon. <laughs> Bro,
1: my house is, is ridiculous. Yeah. I recycle Always all that.
0: of it, by the way. Put, put me on the record.
1: Oh, well, you know, I, I dude, I, I know now. I, I cut the box. I, I cut where the yeah. tape is. Flatten it. Oh, it's a pain it, in the ass. Stack it, stack yeah. it. Then you got to tie it up. I mean, yep, it's a pain in the butt because you, it you, is. you can't just put it outside your house because people start, you know, looking at your house. Mm-hmm. And I, I gotta start cussing people out for it. You know what I'm I saying? I know. But, but it's a, it's a pain in the, it, it is a pain in the butt. Right? My neighbor goes
0: through so much freaking cardboard every week for the recycling. It looks like a, like a paper plant. Yeah. like a paper mill <laughs> seriously
1: it's like that man like a company you know my, my wife runs a company out of it it's the same exact thing man all this yeah. stuff has to be shipped out it's brought in
0: lone wolf 5.0 says this show sucks <laughs>
2: <laughs> well thank oh, you very much
0: thank you <laughs> I, I love it i'll take that as a compliment lone wolf i have no idea who you are or what your show is all about but hey hey, please hit that like button on the way out okay exactly yeah just (laughs) just do us a favor will you will you there cuz all right let me see if i got here's the kurt warner thing okay i saw this your buddy our boy zangaro actually had this on nbc sports what is that um this morning actually kurt warner weighs in on jalen hurts eagles quarterback future I guess he was on with John Clark on the takeoff podcast. So Zingaro must've gone back, listened to it, and then just sort of put the quotes up on the website. And uh, I remember Warner compared Hertz when he was drafted to like a, to like a Russell Wilson, a Russell Wilson type, Mm
2: -hmm. which
0: is a pretty easy reach. Um, But apparently the jury is still out. According to him, on who Jalen Hurts is, if he's a franchise a c- capable of being a franchise quarterback. "Quote: I think the verdict is still out on Jalen Hurts, but the beautiful thing is he's making a lot of plays, putting up good numbers, and they're winning football games while he's learning to play the position. And you're seeing areas of growth along that journey as well." He tied it up that way.
1: Well, that's, so I've been saying that.
0: Yeah. Right. I know. I'm just saying, this is more of a, you know, echoing really what this show has been saying. Yep. You know, like, I, I guess this all goes back to whether he should be the guy going forward for the rest of the season. And I'm like, well, why wouldn't he be right? Well, you know what I mean? Like what, what do you need? You know, Minshew is not the future franchise quarterback.
1: Well, we've been, you know, Minshew mania, you know, just, just kind of dirtied up the water what Mm -hmm. we were trying to do while we were here this year. (laughs) Yeah. It just dirtied up the water. Well, that
0: and the the fact that he played really lousy in the Giants game the week before hurts. Right. Yeah.
1: So, you know, it's just the perfect storm of giving us something to talk about over the bye week. That's all Mm -hmm. that was. Right. That was a bridge. A bridge over the bye week. You know, whether Midget because I I haven't heard much of it the past two days. No. You know, and it hurts – you know, people keep saying, you know, he's not accurate and he can't throw people open. Those are all traits that can be acquired, man, as you mature and, you know, in your walk with becoming an NFL football player. You know, you're not just going to come out and just be that guy instantly. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady wasn't that guy instantly.
0: No. You I mean, know? Look, look at uh, Lawrence at the top of the draft. Exactly. Or, or, or Zach, uh, Zach Wilson, who, Zach by the Wilson. way, weren't the Eagles interested in trading up for him if they could have? Exactly. They yeah. were right. They were right.
1: They tried. <laughs> um, there are so many guys that, that, that are Look. I mean, look at, look at, look at Carson Wentz. That's just, that's it in a nutshell. Carson Wentz right. had an MVP season, should have won the NBC if he hadn't, uh, the MVP, if he hadn't been hurt, you know, he'd have probably won it, but he mm-hmm. is like the most, you know, sporadic, thrower you know in, in history man he, his he, mechanics
0: are just awful
1: awful yeah. awful but played at a such a high level that you have a ceiling that was his ceiling right there yeah. can he get back to that ceiling he's with the guy that that put him at that ceiling
0: yeah but if that guy can't in. get him back to it then you know yeah, i right, think right, he is right. what he is but anything like his base that he throws from all oh, looks too wide to me Look. Well, <laughs>
1: It's all his mechanics, period, and his thought process, his decision making. Mm-hmm. It's it's not good, man. And he's it's all not armed. good. Yeah,
0: yeah. You know it's what I mean? Because he has such a wide base,
1: and that's you know. But you got to have the right coach to 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 bring that out in you, to make you play at a high level. He's all about. He's one of those guys. that's all about being coddled. Also, if you coddle him, he'll go out there and work for you. Right. If you don't coddle him. He'll cry and pick his ball up and go somewhere else, man. Yeah. That's now we
0: we as observers didn't know that about him until it happened.
1: Exactly.
0: You know. Exactly. And I guess you know, should should they have known? Should they have picked up on that trait uh, prior to taking him? I don't know. How how do you do that? Because he never really had any adversity,
2: exactly.
0: except an injury at North Dakota State. He wasn't like threatened to be beaten out.
1: But I never heard anything about who Carson was as as the guy. You know what I'm saying? Who who he was, you know, what, what, you know, cause you take all these tests, you know, during the process of you going in the NFL, you know, of seeing who you are as a person, you know, what type of mindset you have, you know, mm-hmm. um, do you get along with people? And, and I, I don't, I don't understand why they got past that. You know, you, you, you have the metrics on who he is as a person, you know, I mean, did he, did he, you know, cry wolf, you know, just told him a different story. And then you know, when he was faced with being around people that he didn't like to be around, he wasn't a nice person. That I mean, that's that's basically what it was. He just mm-hmm. didn't get along. It's not that he didn't get along with people, but he didn't care to be around people that weren't like minded like him. Hmm. If you didn't, if you didn't like what he liked, you didn't do the things he liked, you didn't have his same beliefs, then he just was would assume not to deal with you, period. Hmm. You can't do that as a franchise quarterback. You have to get along with everybody. That's one of the few positions on the team where you just can't beat to yourself. Being a quarterback, you could be to yourself. You don't have to right. be around a lot of people. Being a left tackle,
0: right you can, you can be around
1: you don't have to be around a lot of people. But when you are a franchise quarterback that everybody's believing in you have to communicate with, you have to pull and lift as you climb. He's not that type of guy. He's hmm. not gonna, he's not going to allow you to lift it. He's not going to lift you up as he's climbing. He's going to climb, look back at you. And if you ain't ready to get back on the ship with him, he's he's gonna leave you wherever you're
0: sitting. Was there a, a time when Big Ben was like that too? And did he change?
1: Yes. Big Ben was Big Ben was the same way. Success put him in a position where he thought that he could just be a big A-hole and, and that was it. Mm-hmm. But once he realized that's not a trait that you get gain success from,
2: mm-hmm.
1: he changed it up. And I think he um he got a little more focused too, you know, he got out of being that, you know, that almost a, uh, well, he got married. In the, yeah. The billionaire yeah. boys club, you know, he, right. he got out of that and, and realized, you know, there's more to life than just being, you know, a prick.
2: Right. You know what I mean? yeah. that's,
1: <laughs> that's what it was. You know what right, I'm Right, right, right. So, you know, he became, he became more grounded, you know, once he started having kids, he's saying, you know, this is the type of example that um, I'm putting out there to my kids. You know, if I, if I go out there thinking that, you know, that my deuce don't stink, mm-hmm. my kids are going to think the same thing. And he saw that there was definitely a flaw in that way of thinking. So he changed up. So, you know, but, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, at least he changed. Can Carson change? I don't know. I don't know if he's changed or not. You know, right. but I know for one thing that he hasn't gotten – he hasn't gotten to the level that we saw him in 2017. Right. He hasn't. He's not even close to it. You know, he's so, more closer to what we saw in 2019 as opposed to what we saw in 2017.
0: Yes, yeah, you know, I think Jalen should be the starter for the rest of the season. But right. I also don't see, like, because there's also this debate out there whether, you know, what's more important, making the playoffs or finding out what you have in Jalen Hurts? And to me, I'm thinking, like, you can have both of those. They
1: all coincide. It's not
0: an either-or situation, right. really. I guess, yeah, if you're going to say, is it more important to just make the playoffs this year as opposed, and and then still not know about your quarterback, you know, yeah, I guess finding out about the quarterback and being positive about it is probably the more important aspect of the season, but well, you can still make the playoffs and do that. Right. Right. Right.
1: Right. You know, and I can't see how you can separate the two, how they both shouldn't coincide. They should coincide. It should right. be a conversation where you can't think that both can't happen because it should happen that way. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't happen that way, that means that he's not with this, um with, with this season. He's not what this team needs. And they figured it out going through the season that he's not right. But if he, I mean, if they make the playoffs, that meant that, his development as a quarterback coincided with them getting better, which allowed them to make it to the playoffs.
0: Right. It's now not that like said, they didn't come together as a seven seed going up against the two seed, which you know could very well be like a Tampa Bay, who's got a really good defense. You know, I, I know they came back and scored some late points in that game months ago, which they backdoored the cover, but they All were right. never really in that game. You know, I'm gonna that, tell you the truth, Barry. Yeah,
1: this team. This team is solid enough that any given Sunday, they can come out there and, and compete with just any team in the league. They, they are solid in that capacity. Even, even on the defensive side of the ball, if they can continue to rush the passer like they rushed this last, the last two games, actually, you know, because even against the Giants, they held mm-hmm. the Giants to what, 13 points?
0: Uh, that's and a lost. Great defense. Yeah. And lost. Yeah.
1: They lost, you know, but that's still a, a great mm-hmm. defensive effort. If you can keep a team in the, in the in the mark with any NFL teams to keep a team under 17 points. Yeah. If you keep a team under 17 points, you should
0: be able to win more. You of should your games, win the yeah, game. The
1: yes, lose, so that, yes. That should be a winning game. Yeah. And that, that's what it is. You know, so at the end of the day. I I, I can't see why this team can't compete with anybody. Like, I know my glass is always half full, but I'm just looking at what this team brings to the table.
2: Mm-hmm. You
1: got great cornerback play. Those guys can play. You have one safety that can really play. Smith, I'm, I'm I'm, I'm, still a little worried with, you know what I'm saying? The linebacker position is playing solid enough for us to, you know, at least compete. So the defensive side of the ball, if they stay aggressive and don't go back to playing, um, all right, please don't beat us type of football then, you know, they can compete. Because offensively, we have one of the tuff- toughest run games in the league. So it's hard to stop a team that can run the ball consistently and win games. Because, number one, it takes time off the clock. Number two, it keeps the opposing offense off the field. So when you have those type of things, you can play at a high level. You can. And I I, I, I truly believe that this Eagles team going forward with the with – the, The talent that they have at the offensive line, they're they're gonna be good enough. I'm hoping Brooks comes back.
0: Yeah, I would love to see, and I don't think we're going to till the end of the rec, you know, the regular season, them go up against a team that is able to stop their run. Just so I can see what Jalen does. Right. Is that fair?
1: That is fair, but we've seen what Jalen could do in those type of situations.
0: Yeah, I know, but now it's late December. You know, right? The, the right. weather's different. The opponents are different. Or, or when they go into the playoffs and they're playing Tampa or Green Bay or Arizona or something like that. I want to, you know, maybe that's the maybe that's when we'll have to wait to see if it happens. Right. Right. I don't. I don't know that Washington, in their depleted state, is going to be able to uh, stuff this run if the Eagles are intent on running the football. But see, that's that's
1: to me, and that's the whole basis on, on on why I'm basing what I'm saying. I don't really care who's at the quarterback position. If you can run the ball on people, it really puts you in a different mindset on how you approach games. You know, you, you could really go in there and just Debo people if you can run the ball. I want a Super Bowl doing just that. We want in spite of Ben. Mm-hmm. We won a Super Bowl in spite of them. We ran the ball so consistently. It was three yards in a cloud of dust. We always knew that if we handed the ball off three times, we could get a first down. Right. Do you, people don't really understand how how difficult it is for a defense to, to handle that. If we said, all right, we're just going to run the ball down the field. We went in one time. I mean, we played. Who, who was it? I, it might have been. It might have been the Chargers. It was—I know it was a West Coast team. I forget what team it was, but we ran the ball. We said, "You know what? We're going to run power, mm-hmm. left and right, out of different formations with bunch formation. Whether we had—we we didn't care what, what. We ran power all the way down the field to win a game. Power, double team the front side, pull the backside guard. Deuce goes, double team, pull the side backside, backside guard, bussy in there." Double team, pull the backside guard, fast Willie Parker's in there. We ran that play all the way down the field and nobody could stop it. And that meant that we were so hyped. You know, the feeling that we had going down the field and just killing guys from just running the ball. And you could you could tell they knew we were going to win the game. They knew it. Hmm. They put their heavy formation in there and it didn't matter. We still ran the rock on them. And, you know what I mean? It's so intimidating for, for a defense.
0: Yeah. But now, you know, you go back to that Giants game, you know, they held them to 13 points. The Eagles ran the football in that game. Right. Reasonably well. I think they Mm -hmm. had 200 yards as a team. Jalen threw a bunch of picks. They held a team to 13, and they still lost. It's still lost. It seems. But there were so many missed opportunities.
1: I mean, going into halftime, the drop touchdown Mm -hmm. by uh, Greg Ward, Jr., the two drops that you know everybody's talking about with 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 Rager, those are two drops. That was on the again.
0: sprint right option, the one to yeah, Ward. The one yeah, to Ward
1: yeah, was a sprint yeah, right option. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: That should have been a touchdown. We should have went into halftime winning instead right. of going to halftime, and and you know with with a, with the pick and not putting anything up on the board. Well, that's
0: the difference. You got uh, Greg Ward in there who is a basically a practice squad player trying yes. to make that play versus what uh, Stafford had last night in Cooper Cup. Exactly. You see the glaring differences, yeah, right? We there. all see it. Yeah, we all see it. <laughs> oh man, yeah. No, you're that's, right. That's just
1: tough, man. That's tough. No.
0: yeah. I I just am of the opinion that there's nobody in. If there's nobody in the draft that's going to blow you away for nope. a first round pick with a quarterback, Not don't wa- don't waste it.
1: Nope, nope. If I mean, if you got a you got to package a deal where you get somebody that you know, if you could fake somebody into you know, wanting to trade up, you know, for for, for your pick, then, then mm-hmm. go ahead and trade it for next year's pick.
0: But for some reason, I can see Howie Roseman sitting there at, I don't know, he's already spent a pick on defense, and here he is with his own pick at 18, and Kenny Pickett is still on the board, and he just can't resist. He just can't resist. He can't. I mean, he can't <laughs> at
1: all. You know, it, it's going to be glaring, man, glaring. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah
0: it's gonna happen he's gonna take one he just can't help himself Uh, uh, they're gonna draft a quarterback it may not be in the first round but they're gonna have come away with some sort of quarterback they're a factory barrett well and on that note right yeah that's a quarterback factory don't forget that you know it's trying to churn minch you and get a better you know they churn minch you for a third or fourth rounder you know it's a it's a win (laughs) we got back a fourth we won well
1: i, I see that I, I, right. I see it
4: all day that's what I it's it all, all about I all right
0: all we'll day. be back final half hour after this you're listening to the middle right here on the jacob media youtube channel
3: At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rock's glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. <laughs> Holy sh glasses for cocktails, right? It's for this, 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 and that. disappears.
4: Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you.
1: Seven, go three. One, two, three. Because
4: Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. As a hardworking American,
5: you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Cooley Law Firm and managing partner, Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Bianculli Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this.
3: Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book
2: your trip at theoceanac.com.
0: Welcome back to the middle final half hour of a Tuesday and of course Barrett's out uh, Wednesday Thursday uh it'll be Big Sills Dan Silio sitting in with me for those two days and then you're back Friday from Fargo North Dakota. Yes,
1: Fargo. Yes. And I I I have heard that um they they don't like for you to talk about the movie Fargo when you know on the broadcast. They they'd rather you not talk about that. Oh, really, really? Yeah, isn't that yeah. funny?
0: Because all they do is talk about Rocky whenever stuff is done here in Philadelphia. Absolutely. And, and I and mean, I, are you
1: serious? I said that, honestly, they said that. They said that they don't they don't like to really talk about. It. Even oh. though they do have, I heard that they have oh. a um the the wood chipper oh, on Barrett. display that they used in it. Yep,
0: and you have to use you have to reference the wood chipper at least once <laughs> in this football game, and I want you to roll out at least. Um, five you betches you bet okay five you betches and a wood chipper reference is a must okay exactly so
1: they said they don't like to talk about but yep i'm gonna talk about it and then i'm also gonna go talk about what i
0: feel about carson wentz
1: too Mm
0: -hmm. yeah ash says are you gonna talk about carson wentz on the broadcast
1: (laughs) what was it barrett don't say yeah i had a little one what what is that
0: yeah i had the little one yeah i don't know what is that um, i don't know i've seen the movie i don't re- i don't remember that being in it but anyway <laughs> yeah and we need at least a couple of you betches five and then a or <laughs> reference but they said it's so cold
1: like the, the hotel is right across the street from the arena mm-hmm. and uh you Know you could just walk right across. They said, but you don't want to walk right across the street anywhere in Fargo.
0: What they don't have underground tunnels or like those uh um tunnels like they have in Indianapolis, you can walk from yeah, all like yeah. the hotels and stuff. I saw to, that, yep. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And Minneapolis yeah. has it too, yep. yep. Um, they don't have that in Fargo, man. You got to go know. out there and brave the cold. We'll see, we'll see. Uh, we're supposed to have
1: um, we're supposed to have dinner, and I'm talking to um, my uh. Play by play guy, and we have a reporter.
0: Oh, you got a, a sideline reporter.
1: Yeah, sideline, um sideline Who is it? What is it? Uh,
0: Lauren Sisler? Sisler? Lauren Sisler. I'm not familiar with. Her. I've worked yeah. with a bunch of different uh, sideline reporters from ESPN, but that name does not sound familiar. Yes, yeah, she was a gymnast. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Nice. So I'm. I'm. I'm we're going to have dinner on on Thursday night. So oh, we'll now John Dickerson, I do remember. Yeah, the hookers. Oh, <laughs> he was referencing that when they were they referred to refer to the
2: hookers.
0: Okay, I do remember. Yeah, I had the little <sighs> one. Yeah, but there was uh, some uh, arguments here on the stream. The stream oh, is come, just come absolutely now. out of control.
1: Look, look, shizzle flex. Yeah, I didn't know that. Oh, wait, come on wait, now. Where, where are you that? going now? Hi Roseman and Pickett from the same area. Oh, come on now. Pickett grew up a Eagles fan.
0: Pickett's a Jersey kid, like Central to North Jersey. I want a Central Jersey, I think.
1: Oh, man. Yeah. That just that just ruined my day, man. Cuz
0: he was supposed to be a Temple player. Was Matt he? Rule got. Yeah, Matt Rule got him here. He signed, he was he committed and then backed out when Rule went to Baylor. But anyway, that's Just on. my love. All right, here here's a good one though cuz I I love this word intangibles let me see where i can find the first one well
2: that's Hold what you say about
1: that's what they say about you know
0: yeah here, here we go on uh, wait 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 sorry oh yeah mjp that's it why are so many people why so many people don't value jalen's intangibles now i totally value jalen's intangibles in fact i'm more in love with the intangibles than the tangibles and then I see Jeremiah Butler come in there with exactly that. He says right now his intangibles are his greatest assets. Yes. Right. What's wrong with that? No, I'm, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it, but we need the tangibles. I need the tangibles to come up to yes. the intangibles. <laughs> all right. Because you can say all you want about the intangibles, and he's got a lot of them that are through the roof. At some point, you got to have the tangibles. Well, you know what? And 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 his intangibles and
1: tangibles are getting, you know, they're starting, they're starting to, you know, level out a little bit. They're 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 going up. They're 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 starting to rise because as he gets better and learning how to be a quarterback in the NFL, and every quarterback has to do this. You have to learn how to see blitzes. You have to learn, you know, pre snap, you know, awareness mm-hmm. of what's going on. That's all stuff that you can only get by with by on experience. the job training. Yeah. Yeah. You, that's yeah. on a job training. You know, you go out there and you might see a safety tip two steps to the right. And, you know, if he's taking two steps to the right, they got an enemy blitz coming on from the left side. You know, you you see certain things, you know, or you, you know, the communication between you and your center, understanding where, where to call the, you know, the mic and where the mic is, you get your shell Corner, safety, mm-hmm. safety corner. Then you find, you know, the strength side. No, you wait, wait, slow
0: down. So corner, safety, safety, corner. Your that's shell. You,
1: that's how you okay. find your shell. Right. You know, when you find it, you know, where you know, where your line You got to find your shell first before you find out who the middle linebacker is. Because it would be a lot of guys walking around. Mm-hmm. And you have to figure out who's the Mike linebacker. Because all protections are based off the Mike linebacker. <laughs> you might not have the Mike linebacker in the, in the number count as off as a line. But you got to know where he is. So if you want to go, if you got to get the will, you got to know what he's the guy the opposite side of the strength of that Mike linebacker. Mm-hmm. So that's the wheel guy, you know, that's the wheel back. Or if you have the Sam, or it might be you have the Sam and the Mike. I mean, it, it, everything is predicated on where the Mike linebacker. The only way you can learn that is if you find the shell first. And the shell, you know, it's, it's hard to find a shell when you have cover three, because now you can't find corner, safety, safety, corner. Now you got to have corner, safety, and it's a corner. But you got to figure out which one of these guys you're going to call is the other safety. So you might go down one end and that got us in a slot. You're going to call him the safety. So the next guy over is the Sam. And then the next guy is the Mike linebacker. That's all you got to learn how to do that stuff. It has to be instantaneous. And if a quarterback doesn't know that, it's going to be tough. Mm -hmm. You might just have a defense. All right, well, it might be the shell, but we got to make sure we got a double team Aaron Donald. So when we call a protection, we're not calling. We're calling away from what we usually call because we have to make sure we double team him. So we're going to slide the protection his way. But that puts it the opposite to where that right. mic is because the mic might be over there.
0: So right. you
1: got a guy – you got to tell the linebacker, you know, the running back, you got to take these two guys over there now.
0: You bet you we're going to slide that protection now. <laughs> if not, you're going to throw you in the wood chipper. That's what I need out of you on, on, on Friday or Saturday, bro. I'm telling you. Now, Birdman990 says it best. I love this. Can we just trade every draft pick we have for Justin Herbert? <laughs> I would do it. We pull a Saints. Remember the Saints oh, did that exactly. for uh, the running back. Yeah, for uh, Ricky Williams. Ricky Williams. Yep. It? Yeah. Yep. Yep. And and then I saw another one on here. Remember McNabb when he answered the Giants' phone on their sidelines? You remember that? What? That that hardline phone? Yeah it's he went like a play went to the sideline and he Uh ended up like basically crashing in on the bench and he picked up the phone like with a like a (laughs) made a fake call. It was like him being goofy, you know, it was hilarious. But that got me thinking to this day in sports. It's funny how this matches up December 14th, 2003, Barrett, you were playing on Sunday night football. After scoring his second of four touchdowns during a 45-7 Saints blowout of the Giants, wide receiver Joe Horn pulled a cell phone from underneath the goalpost and (laughs) pretended to make a call. He was fined $30,000 by the (laughs) NFL. That might be the most expensive phone call ever made.
1: How cool. Remember that? I remember that, you know, he, he lifted up, he lifted up the, uh, the,
0: uh, yeah, the uh, the, the padding, the padding, <laughs> yeah. the damn thing was underneath there, man. I don't know if we can play it, but I'll send it to Xander anyway. Cause it's, uh, it's probably a violation. Um, well, you
1: know, that's when, um, T.O. I mean, T.O. was, was. Oh yeah. Then. Remember he pulled the Sharpie out of his, um, his sock.
0: Exactly. And Chad <laughs> Johnson had the, the, uh, the yeah, like the Hall of Fame coat member, oh, yeah. he put that on. And then T.O.'s also didn't T.O. also get the, the pom poms from the cheerleader? Yep, yep, yep. Uh, those were the days, man. No,
1: remember, um, what's his name, Ocho Ocho Cinco? When he uh, that's Chad Johnson, no, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: What, um, he went and proposed to one of the cheerleaders,
0: did he? Because I know old Del Beckham Jr. proposed to the kicking net, yep, yep, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh, that's great. That stuff. $30,000. Imagine Damn. how now you imagine getting that. How do they send that to you, Barrett? The fine? Like, how, well, do, how are you notified? Is it an email? Well,
1: you already know you're getting fined because, right, if you, when you pick your check up, or well, I knew because, you know, I wasn't making the money. Like, he, you know, those guys probably made, they probably didn't even see $30,000 on a check, but they take that money out of your check that week. Oh, they
0: just deduct it.
1: Yeah, they deducted that. Oh, of wow. Chapter. Right. Right. And, um, <laughs> you know, you get up, you get that pink, that letter. In the, um, it's a FedEx letter. Uh-huh. They put it on you. Just put it on your seat when you come to your locker to be sitting right there. Open it up. And there it is. You know, it's, 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 it's pink. It's either pink or it's yellow. I've had both kinds. It's pink or it's yellow defining what you did.
0: Oh, real? So, so, in other words, everybody else in the locker room knows somebody got something too. Yeah. Walk by your stall and there's that pink yes. envelope or a yellow yes. envelope. Yeah. Wow. It's the FedEx, and
1: then inside they know it's like when you get that FedEx, you know, it's, 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 it's some bad football going on there. Oh, bad football.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Now, the other thing is uh, since we left the show yesterday, there was some news that came out on this website, Football Scoop. Mm hmm. Okay, about the Temple situation. Okay. you see it? No. All right, let me read it to you. Um, We were talking about him yesterday, as a matter of fact. FootballScoop.com sources. Temple search dialing in on veteran assistant with strong Philly ties. Fran Brown spent the bulk of his career on staff at Temple and is a Philadelphia-area native. And then they go on to with the article. So according to this site, they're narrowing down to Fran Brown and I think Stan Drayton, too, the guy what? from Texas. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Now, of course, you, you know Fran, right? Yeah, me and Fran go back. Um
1: he's remember, a Camden um, guy. Yeah, yeah. I remember I um the last he was still trying to play at the time I owned a sports agency. Mm-hmm. But since he was just a guy, you know, I was working out with, I was like, you know what, I'm not even gonna charge you. I'm gonna see if I can get you a couple workouts, see if I can get you back in the league. So I mean, I helped him out, you know. I um, I got him a workout with the, the Bengals. Um, just try, you know, get him going in the right direction, you know, doing little things from here and there, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, and then like maybe a month or two later, he got on with the with Temple. Right, and you know, that's when his when his coaching career started. I think it was he was Adazio
0: back then when he started. He yep. started with Steve Adazio.
1: Yeah, he was like, he was like a um, like a player liaison. You know, he started out not really being a part of the staff, but mm-hmm. he would work with the staff. He wasn't a coach or anything. He worked basically like in um, academics. Okay, helping the players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then he virtually like an know, academic he... advisor for yep. the football program, and he then. moved his way into position to be. Um, go from special teams to the defensive back position. Then from there, he just took off. He just took off.
0: Wow. Yep. So he's so, in line for it. It's it's there according to this. It's down to him and possibly, I guess, Stan Drayton too. But I mean, this guy could recruit. Oh yeah. I mean, he's so, got the he's got the high school coaching wired in this well, he, area: South Jersey, Central Jersey, North Jersey. Southeastern PA
1: and they know how, he you know, they know how essential
0: that is. If they can out recruit
1: Penn state and keep, Rutgers, you know, in-house Rutgers and keep yeah. those guys in-house. I mean, you could build, you can build a pretty good squad from just some local talent around here.
0: Yeah. I mean, it worked for uh it worked for golden and, uh, and rule. Mm-hmm. I think the other guys, I think Adazio just profited off of golden. Well, that's exactly what he did. And you know, the other guys profited off a rule, Collins and Carey for one year. Yeah, you know, really. <laughs> but yeah, did we talk even talk about it uh, yesterday? That uh, over the weekend, Manny Diaz went to Penn State.
1: Yes, we we just mentioned we it. We did yesterday. mention it. Yeah, we did. You know, because remember I was talking about you know the running back from Miami. You know, oh yeah, boy, right, you
0: know right, saying? right. So I mean, the bowl games start this weekend, Barrett.
1: Yes, there's a bowl game right before my game.
0: Yeah. Yep, so. They're not good ones, though. No. <laughs> oh, Xander, are there any? Yeah, if there are, there there any are some good the ones. Two? There are some good ones. No, there, there's some good ones, man. Seriously. Uh, but they're, it's, it's just not this weekend. Like, these games this weekend are, you know, they're kind of lax. That's why we got Saturday uh, pro football. Toledo, Middle Tennessee State. Coastal Carolina against Northern Illinois. I mean, it's not great. And App State, Western Kentucky. Get us started. UTEP, Fresno State. And UAB against BYU. Uh, The Liberty game. I'll watch the Liberty game against Eastern Michigan just because of the quarterback, just to Mm -hmm. see how he does um Oregon State Utah State
1: now I'm or will you watch the the cricket celebration Bowl Wh-
0: who's in that South Carolina Jackson oh Jackson
1: state. state South Carolina State yeah I might I might watch that because I did a I did a um South you Carolina, did a South state, Carolina state, game.
0: state game yeah yeah so yeah. and
1: then I want to see Dion coaching from a oh, from that's his wheelchair
0: right. I guess <laughs> he's in a wheelchair
1: yeah he has surgery on his foot so he's been on a wheelchair. They're not going to
0: put him on the sideline in a wheelchair, I hope.
1: He's been on the sideline coaching. Seriously? For that's yes. dangerous.
0: I know it is, but he's been there. <laughs> he has been there. I thought he'd be up in like a coach's box or something. Yeah. That's crazy.
1: <laughs> what about the Jimmy Kimball? I can't believe you told me this, and, and then I look it up, and it's definitely a Jimmy Kimball
0: yeah, bowl. Yeah, that, that's that Utah State game, I think. Utah yeah, State, Oregon State. Oregon State. State. The Jimmy Kimmel Bowl,
1: yeah. I don't know if I can wow. watch that, man. Me neither. I, 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 I can't do it. I, I can't do it. I, I can't get him the viewership. That's what it is. I'm no, just, if... that's that's just out and out just me hating. I'm right. Hating on it. Yeah, that's
0: okay. It's okay to hate <laughs> on the show. All right. My goodness.
1: You say it's okay to. <laughs>
0: it's okay to hate. Now Xander says he thinks he can play the video. Oh, okay. Of uh, Joe Horn. December fourteenth of 03. Where were you, Barrett Brooks? What was this? December fourteenth of 03. It's today in two thousand three.
1: Thirty-yard empty backfield.
0: Uh, Brooks with time rifles
3: touchdown safe. What a throw!
0: Here he goes. Lifts up the padding. There's straight hands.
3: And he pulls here we go. Up The protective coating, Uh uh-oh. It's a flip phone. He got the flip phone out, man. (laughs) That's a new one. Was was that that a Nokia? (laughs) He
2: had his in the end zone. All right,
3: now, remember, Terrell Owens, they passed a rule after the Sharpie came out, and it said you can't have anything on your body. Now, I guarantee you there's going to be a new rule. Monday morning in the commissioner's office, we're going to have a new rule regarding celebration. And I'll tell you right now, I don't like it. I think that, I, I think that that does not show me sportsmanship. No, nope. I really don't. It I think certainly that doesn't. Bad. And the officials now draw a flag that's it's going great. to be unsportsmanlike conduct. I'm glad. And good for them. I'm glad. I mean, it's a nice everything. Everything he does is perfect.
1: Number eighty-seven. <laughs> wow. Wow. I remember that. I, you know, I had just left the Giants then. Oh, yeah. I was with the Giants in 02. That was over three. I was with Pittsburgh off my first year at Pittsburgh.
0: Okay. So wow. yeah,
1: wasn't none that going on with the Roonies. They <laughs> they would not be having that, I'm telling you, man.
0: Yeah, that Aaron Brooks, man, he had a half decent uh career. Yeah, he did.
1: Yeah, he yeah. did. Um
0: Virginia played the right, University of Virginia, correct. Yep,
1: yep. That Deuce McAllister,
0: that? they had a squad then.
1: Deuce McAllister was their running back. He was a baller, bro.
0: Oh, with New Orleans. Yeah, percent. with New yeah. Orleans.
1: Yeah. Uh Willie Rofe mm-hmm was there left tackle yeah well, you know that's 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 why uh that's why what's his name had to leave that's why he left um it's because of joe horn oh yeah he left he he left new orleans because of joe horn willie rofe did him hit willie rofe's wife and him were having like a little a little shing ding or whatever oh, my you want to call it Are you yeah serious? so yeah so he was about to kill him so th- they traded him like the next week <laughs> to kansas city so he wow. went to Kansas City. Yeah. It was it was some bad football going on in New Orleans during that time. Horn really played him.
0: Now that coach, wasn't that Jim Hazlitt? Yep. Yep. Yeah, he was a defensive coach, wasn't he? He, he was, was a, a defensive coordinator.
1: Yep. He was a good he was he he was actually pretty good.
0: Yeah. He succeeded Mike Ditka down there. Wow! Well, they,
1: they had to get rid of Mike Ditka. He yeah, traded Di- everything. He tried. Di- he traded the farm, the whole farm for, for Ricky. Yeah.
0: Oh my God! Yeah, wow. the
1: whole farm for him.
0: Yeah, I don't know, man. I'll tell you, Joe Horn. <laughs> Where did Joe Horn go to college? Oh, that had to be someplace small. Yeah, it was right. Let's see. Uh yes northeast mississippi community college see wasn't that that school that was featured in one of those documentaries or one of those tv uh series about football wasn't that that i never saw it yeah i think so northeast mississippi community college i'm thinking it was the stream will know right Kintel Woods went there, former NBA shooting guard. Wow. Michael Williams. Michael Williams. Yeah. Daniel Ross, former NFL players. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe it's not. Maybe I'm confusing it with another Mississippi community college. It's like a JUCO. Last chance you. Yeah. Isn't that the one?
1: Last that is last chance you. You're right.
0: Wait, I, I don't know that stream says that. Let me see. Let me make sure. I
1: remember last chance you. Last chance you was pretty good. Is it right here?
0: Yeah, East Mississippi Community College. You're right. it is. so Colin Berger, bang. MJP had it too. That's last the one. chance U. Yeah, that
1: was actually a good series. You saw it? Yeah. Last chance you. Um,
0: didn't uh, of didn't Jim Kelly's like nephew or something go there? The quarterback for a little bit. Mm. He was in and out of some trouble. Went to Ole Miss, bounced around a bunch of places. Last chance, you. Yeah,
2: it I remember. Pretty, I remember watching it. You know, good.
1: I remember watching it, and um, I, I remember the kids, you know, trying to get the grade, and you know, their academic advisor used to be on them. Hey, hey, you didn't go to class today. Why'd you go to class? You know, going back and forth. Man, I ain't going. I'm going to the league. You know, it's, right? It's, it's You know, that's all they were worried about.
0: Well, that's what I'm saying. That's probably what uh, Fran Brown was responsible for when he first got to Temple, like that kind of stuff. Exactly.
1: Right? Exactly. You know, I never had a problem with that. My mom was not having it. My mom was not having that, not going to class or, you know, what I'm saying messing up in school. Mm-hmm. Like I was not I was not a, I was not a really good student. I was like a B minus student. You know what I'm saying? I, not necessarily a C, but like a B minus student. Cause my mom wouldn't play. Like I wouldn't just go out and I wouldn't be studying all hard or anything like that. I I would I would be the first one to admit that. Right. But I was smart enough to make sure that I kept my grades high enough that she didn't have to worry about it. You know what I mean? And uh I remember my I didn't take the SAT or the ACT before national signing day. National Signing Day was like in a month. And I really didn't pay attention to taking SATs or anything like that. That wasn't like anything because i I didn't really think i was going to college until until the beginning of my senior year Mm -hmm. you know because i didn't play football my junior year i quit halfway through the season i mean i I quit the beginning of the season i quit before the first game right right and my team ended up you know my high school team ended up going to state they lost in state and i can remember my coach said see you could have been a part of this i said no i don't want to be a part of that because i went to state in basketball we would because i was i wanted to be a basketball player i hated football man so and you know i was like you know what I, you know, I, I, I actually had an asthma attack, and um, he thought I was faking, but I was having a real asthma attack. And I was thinking to myself, well, he doesn't even care about me. I'm really having an asthma attack. I can't breathe, and he's telling me I got to get up and run. And I should have got up and run, and I didn't learn until later on, until I got around Coach Snyder at Kansas State, that he was just trying to make me a better player. Hmm. I didn't like that instruction from him. I didn't like being yelled at or, or anything. I let basketball coaches yell at me, but not a football coach. Wow. Crazy, isn't it? That is nuts. I was definitely blessed. Yeah, I was definitely blessed because I hated football. Football was something I – because it was hard. Yeah. It was real hard. I could play basketball all day, but football – so I quit my junior year. Before before even played a game, I quit and did not play. Then my mom made me go play football the next year. Well, good for Mama
0: Brooks. She made the right decision.
1: She said, boy, take your – and she was cussing. She's not really a cuss, but she was cussing. Right. You go back and you apologize to that coach. Now
0: is that right? You are gonna
1: play football? Oh yeah! Wow! Oh yeah! She made me play because I didn't want to play. It
0: was she Chad Kelly. Play. Chad Kelly's the yep. nephew of Jim Kelly, and That's he went right. to East Mississippi Community College for a while. He ended while. up going to Ole Miss. Yes, for a little while. He went and yeah. fought that
1: boy. He went have fought that boy. Um, the um, he went have fought the boy. He fought the um, he fought the boy at his high school. He went to his high school. Back to his high school game, and the quarterback for his team got in a fight with. Um, got Is in a fight, right? a, yeah. Got in a fight at the game. And he jumped on the field trying to fight the players, wow. the high school players. Can you believe that?
0: Yeah, he was at Clemson too for a little bit, and Ole Miss, Eastern Mississippi Community, and he was actually Mister Irrelevant. In 2017, the last guy drafted. What? Yeah. Wow. By the Denver Broncos. Yeah. Wow. Now, who's trying to get your attention? Somebody's in your studio trying to talk to you, Barrett. I can see what's going yeah.
1: on. Can you get grandma? Yeah. Yeah. Grandma <laughs> walks in. Walks. <laughs> I'm in my studio. And <laughs> grandma walks. I'm like, grandma walked in the studio. Yeah, you know, and you know, she. Um,
0: not grandmama. She,
1: no, not grandma. <laughs> she she has alzheimer's so she uh oh, okay yeah so she just comes in there and then while i'm talking to you right 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 she'll start talking to me she's talking, talking to, to her yeah right 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 right. <laughs> so she'll be talking to me yeah like, oh yeah yeah is that right baby my
2: wife does the same okay. thing <laughs> she does the same thing
0: like i'm on I'm doing it so.
2: right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> absolutely yeah, so oh she my just god got so everything's cool. yeah all right well good i'm glad everything's cool now when do you head oh, you got your thing tomorrow and then when do you actually fly to fargo
1: i fly to fargo tomorrow morning
0: so during the show you'll be in the air
1: yeah i'll be in the air okay my, my flight actually leaves at uh at uh nine thirty in the morning
0: mm. okay so
1: i'll be in the air and then um get
0: where do you the, go to chicago first or
1: chicago it, yeah yeah then i got to three hour, four, three or four hour layover in Chicago. Uh-huh. And then I, um then I go to Fargo. Now Fargo, it's like a three hour flight after that. But when I land there, we're supposed to go to dinner, you know, mm. when I get there, me and right. the crew, supposed to go to dinner around seven. So looking forward to that. Cause it's supposed to be like this nice, nice one of those nice, we're like, kind of like the place in Detroit with the antlers and all that stuff. You right, get right. the bison burger and stuff like that. So, right. I'm 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 anxiously awaiting that. So kind I, of a I, rustic,
0: I, a rustic Midwestern motif. Yes. And yes, then you'll yes. have a bison burger. Yep. You know, and, I'm have,
1: I'm taking pictures this time so we can put it on the show.
0: Okay, good. Now Kevin Bloomfield, no show tomorrow. I saw I mean for the 15th time. Yes, there will be a show. Me and Cilio will be on tomorrow and when and Thursday. And then Barrett's back Friday from Fargo. From Fargo. From Fargo. All right. <laughs> Until then. Stay tuned for Big Sills this afternoon. Birds 365 in the morning. And uh, everything else right here on the Jacob Media YouTube channel. We'll be back tomorrow, me and Sills at 11.
3: At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass. You're telling me that bottle is cut in half. You could say that. Holy sh! Glasses for cocktails, right? It's for this, 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 and that. disappears.
4: field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. As a
5: hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner, Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz & Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this.
2: Go for the
3: midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean
2: Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com.